During the last few years, we've ventured into a lot of different fields. And we've had the opportunity to meet and work with a lot of wonderful people. I only hope that we never lose sight of one thing, that it was all started by a mouse. And welcome back to Started with the Mouse Podcast, episode 69. How are we doing, Taffy? <laughs> Taffy? Yeah. Um, That's my the nickname for Kathy, as you can yeah, tell. As you're telling everybody. <laughs> um, we are going strong. It's our third week in a row of actually doing something, I think, right? Or fourth week? I don't know. I um, think it's third. Third? Yeah, I want to kind of give a shout out to Ethan for that one because he's uh, he's really pushing us to do our best and we really appreciate it. Yeah. So um, you might be hearing us a little bit differently today. I don't know if you can tell, um, but we are using something um, that Ethan has actually helped us with as well. It's called StreamYard. Um, so if you enjoy listening to your podcast and actually seeing somebody's face, you're going to be able to see this on our YouTube channel. Yeah, soon we're, enough. We're going to start doing that. So like every week we're uploading this not only to like our platforms, but to our vlog as well. Yeah. With that being said, um, we are also going to be using Anchor tomorrow. We're uh, like we're uploading the podcast tomorrow and John's going to create an anchor for us. So that we're on more than three streaming services. So typically right now we're just on Apple Podcasts, um, SoundCloud. SoundCloud, and iHeartRadio. But this one allows you to be on like basically every platform imaginable for free. So um, if you enjoy a different platform and you kind of just listen to us on one of those three because you like listening to us, we'll... You'll be able to listen to us. Basically, on Spotify is going to be the other one. You'll be able to listen the to the big us one. Yeah, yeah. Spotify and the Google Play Store. Yeah. So um, look forward to that. And then another like pre-announcement, I guess. But we're not like going to get into details with it yet. We are going to be doing something a little bit different with the podcast coming soon, probably within the next week or so. Um, we're kind of going for like a rebrand, I guess. Um, we're not going to announce anything more than that, but just look forward to. Um, just same faces, <laughs> maybe, you know, a different name or something or along the lines of that. So why are you doing this? Because people at home got to be entertained. <laughs> you could probably hear our dog in the background. Yeah. She might come up here and, uh, show her face too. Maybe. maybe we'll see. But with that being said, um, do we have anything we want to talk about for 10 minutes, more 10 minutes of nonsense? Cause I think we're bringing that back. Uh, oh, wow. You're asking for a lot right now. It's not like we have a podcast. We don't prepare for this at all. No. Uh, I really don't. Do you have something? No, I'm just asking, like, in general. Or if you just want to get into the episode. I guess we could just get into the episode and see if I come up with anything. Okay. <laughs> um, I guess I guess we could go into a 10 minutes of nonsense here for a second. Um, so this past weekend, we got to go on one of my first, at least, boat ride. I've never been in a boat before. Really? You've never been on a boat before? Besides our wedding. That's I was going to say, we, our wedding was on a boat. So. But like, like a pontoon. Yeah. It was a pontoon boat, yeah. 
So we went down and visited my parents this weekend. Um, we took our lovely dog Izzy with us, and she uh, had a blast on the boat. It was basically running around the boat the entire time. Just she was the captain. Yeah. <laughs> so we did that with them and kind of had a good time this weekend. And then uh, obviously we watched Super Bowl last night. Um, yeah. Being about an hour north of Tampa, so um, you know, we watched that, enjoyed that game because we were cheering for the Bucks. They pretty much whooped up on the Chiefs, so. Yeah, it was, a, it was a good night. We had some good food, good company, and just an overall good time. Um, we didn't really do anything fun Disney-related within the last, like, week. Sorry. Um, but I think I talked about this on the last podcast. We're going to be going to Disney Springs tomorrow night, actually, for sure tomorrow night, right? Set yeah. In, set in stone. It was supposed to be this weekend, this past weekend. But then I had the idea of going to see his parents because they hadn't gotten to meet their grand puppy yet, so... Um, we went up there instead of going to Disney Springs. And so tomorrow we're going to be going to Disney Springs and uh, reviewing a couple things there. So. Yeah, should be fun. Um, apparently the hot dog that we're going to be reviewing. Hot dog, hot dog, hot dog, hot dog. Yeah, so that's what you have to do to get the hot dog because it's like a secret menu item, I guess. But it, it's now a permanent menu item. And I'm like, I'm still going to sing it to them because <laughs> I, 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 I want to look silly. I don't know. But, yeah. Hopefully they're there because I think they're only there on the weekends. So we're gonna have to wait and see if they're there on Tuesday night or not. I don't know. I don't think. I don't think because, it's just the weekends. Well, there are. Um, we were watching somebody on YouTube and they went there on like a weeknight and the truck wasn't there. Yeah, I just think that was a random night. Though. Uh, but, I mean, I'm hoping. It depends. It I'm depends, hoping yeah. they're there. Um, if not, we'll probably go back on Saturday or something to yeah um, try it. But I think that's really it. This week has been kind of boring, I guess. Yeah, we and really haven't done much. No, we kind of stayed home with Izzy. Um, we've been having a little bit of trouble with her. She has a little bit of separation anxiety, so we're trying to figure that all out with the puppy. Yeah. But um, the main episode, why don't you talk about it? Like what we're going to talk about. Okay, so um, basically, I mean, every day I look at the Disney groups, Universal groups. There's, I don't think there's a SeaWorld group. I'm sure there is. We've never looked. Though. Yeah, we never really looked for a SeaWorld group. Um, but mostly a lot of people from out of town are asking the question, what are the parks like with COVID? Yeah. Um, so basically what we're going to kind of do in this episode is go down Disney, SeaWorld, and Universal. Even Bush Gardens. In Bush Gardens as well, if we want, um, if we have the time. And kind of highlight and like low light, I guess, the things that we think they're doing right and the things that we think that the parks are doing wrong. Yeah, because, I mean, John made a good point earlier to me today. He said, I don't think I've really heard any other podcasts, like, go into, do we think they're safe to go to, like, during the pandemic and, you know, what they're doing right. So, um, hopefully this will bring some new people listening to us, too, in case they're, like, you know, wanting to vacation here yeah. right now during a pandemic. So, um, yeah, what, which one do you want to talk about first? Um, let's talk about... The one that we got first, um, which was SeaWorld. Let's okay. start there. Let's start there. <laughs> so how do you want to break this down? Do you just want to kind of free for all it? Or do you like have a set like, you know, um, mask regulations? I guess then... we can just kind of go free okay. for a little bit. And then if I think it needs to change, we can yeah. change it. So. Okay. Okay. My opinion is big for SeaWorld. Um, and I think we talked about this on... Our vlog, I'm not sure if everybody on our podcast watches our vlog, but there were several times during the month of December that John and I tried to go to SeaWorld to um, partake in their 
Christmas um, festival yeah. thing that they, I don't know what it was called though. I don't Christmas know. Town? Yeah. No, no, that was Bush Gardens. That was Bush Gardens. I'm not really sure what it was Christmas called. Christmas Celebration or something like that. Yeah. Um, we tried to partake in that because it looked beautiful and we had been really looking forward to it. And every time that we went, I felt so uncomfortable that we had to leave. Um, not only do they not have mask regulations, really. I don't want to say that they don't have mask regulations because they do. I mean, there's signs everywhere. You know, I'm not sure if they're still there, but the first time that we came to SeaWorld when we moved down here, there were little people that looked like Russell from Up. Yeah. That had that were like the mask police. Like yeah, they're basically you had to put up your mask. And I mean, we've seen people go back at these people, which is they're just doing their job. Like they don't. Yeah. They, they, um, we saw people like going around the park, um, telling you like, pull up your mask, pull up your mask. You know, this, that, or the other. Um, and this was right after Co like this was right after SeaWorld first opened too. Yeah, it was in like July, right? Yeah. Like right after they like opened. beginning of July, and um, it, just being there for like the holiday season, it was like nobody was taking it seriously. Like people walk around there with their masks down in large groups, not eating or drinking, and it just doesn't feel safe to me right now to go to SeaWorld. Um, now I know that was around a holiday. But to me, and I'm not sure, you know, if this is true, I don't think SeaWorld right now has a capacity. I think they are back to full capacity. I think they are too. Uh, when they can have it. Because you guys have to realize that SeaWorld most of the time obviously is the stepchild of the other two parks. Um, with the, Universal and Disney. Yeah, I mean, they're not big thrill rides. It's it, you If you want to go to SeaWorld, you want to go there for the aquariums and to see the animals. I mean, they have a couple good roller coasters. I yeah. wouldn't have them that much. Yeah, but when you think about SeaWorld, you think about the animals. Yeah. That's that's just what it is, you know? Yeah, and the, there was times we went to SeaWorld where I felt very not safe. But then there was also times that we've been there and I feel safe because... It just, it more or less depends on the people that are in the park that day. The crowd levels. Yeah. Because like when we went, when it first opened, there was virtually nobody there. And if you go when there are um, like no crowds, there's virtually nobody yeah. there. But I think also right now, SeaWorld is doing a, a promotion where if you buy one day ticket, you get the rest of the year for free. So you get an annual pass for a one day ticket. Yeah, price. It's, it's really kind of irking me because... Um, of what we paid. Yeah, what we paid for our annual classes and now you're doing this for other people. It's it's yeah, it's not the right move. If you're lo I mean, they're losing money. Come on. They are losing money because of COVID. Well, they're losing money because of the tax. Every day they like have to put like like five million dollars into those tanks. So then why are you offering this ticket, I guess, is my thing. And I know like and this is with any park, like if you're buying an annual pass for a park, that means you're going to that park more frequently, which means you're going to be there longer, so you're going to buy food, you're going to buy merch, you're going to buy this, that, the other. But, like, if you're losing money, I just, I guess I don't see the rhyme or reason behind it. I don't know. Now, the last time we did go to SeaWorld, I will give SeaWorld this credit. Um, the It was, like, the Wednesday before Christmas? Was it the Wednesday before Christmas or the Thursday before Christmas? It was right before Christmas. It, yeah, it was right before Christmas. A few days before. Um, they did have the, the, like Kathy had said, like the wilderness explorer people were walking around again. I feel like when there's a bigger capacity, they have these people out. But the problem with that is there's probably two people. And I know it's a small park. It is a very, very small park. Um, 
there are only two people that walk around at a time with that. So what happens is somebody will have their mask down. The wilderness people, I don't know what they're called. They're ambassadors there. Yeah, ambassadors. The ambassador will say, hey, make sure you're pulling your mask up. You know, they must be worn at all times unless you're actively eating or drinking. And then as soon as they pass them, they pull it right back down. And it's like there's nobody past them to reinforce it unless they would pass them again in the park. And I'll bring up that point later when we talk about Disney because I don't want to get like, I don't want to like cross can't contaminate between parts right now. Um, one thing I will give SeaWorld credit for, and this is something that we've ran into with Disney more or less than Universal, is everything at SeaWorld is open right now. The only thing that's not open right now is the Jaw Ice Icebreaker Coaster, and they still haven't opened it. Um, and your favorite ride? What, Kraken? No, um... Empire of the Penguin. Yeah, but I think that was down before COVID started. I, I don't think it was. I think they're not opening the indoor stuff because of COVID. Because that one, you're like, if you think about it, you're constantly in the... Um, inside. Inside with other people. So, like, even if you had your own... For those of you who wrote it, if even if you have your own cart on the Empire of the Penguin, there's still other carts in the same room as you. So yeah. I think that was kind of their reasoning. And I almost think that they... I don't think it's going to... Sadly, I it, I think this might be a casualty of COVID. I hope not. But then, like, what are they going to do with it? Is it just going to be a walkthrough? Because then you're wasting all of that space because you have the penguins there. It's not like they're going to relocate the penguins. Like, that's their area. Yeah. So it's either it's going to get a revamp and maybe a rebrand of a different ride but like it was such a good ride i had fun on it that's why i don't understand like if yeah. it is a casualty why like well another thing kathy had mentioned with SeaWorld is um obviously the fact of the shows um i do yeah. give them credit on that as well um most of the shows there's no one beside you so basically what happened that is, is that the shows basically it's like every other row and then it's like I don't know how to explain it. Like how they're seated. Yeah, it's it's um I think it's every other row or it's two rows in between yeah. each row that's seated, and then when the show's over, they like they have these big flags that they yeah. wave, and they'll hold them up, and once they wave the flag, that section can go. Yeah. Um. Most, I think, some people don't listen to them. Once again, if if you go to SeaWorld or one of these parks. And they have these rules. You've just got to listen to the people. Yeah. I think it, yeah, I just, I don't know. Um, Another thing with the shows, though, is people take advantage of it because you're seated and people are like, oh, yeah, we can just keep our masks down. You're not really supposed to unless you're eating or drinking, but, like, they don't enforce anything. Yeah, they did the first time we went, and I was kind of miffed about it because there was, like, five or six people next to me that had theirs off. And I was just trying to catch my breath for a second. And they were like, oh, you need to put your mask back up. I'm like, well, why didn't you say anything to the person next to me? Yeah, if you're going to enforce it, then you need to enforce it with everybody. But um, that I guess that would be like our opinion on SeaWorld. Yeah, I forget it. Okay. At the end, I kind of want to do like one through, what, four? If we do Bush Gardens. Just, I th- we can do Bush Gardens. I mean, we're only at, what, 15 minutes? I think we can do I think we can give them a rating, one through 10. Or we can list which ones we feel safest at, like one being this park, two being this park. We can do both of those yeah. if that's okay. So um, let's talk about Bush Gardens because Bush Gardens is... Affiliated with SeaWorld. Yeah, it's a part of SeaWorld. So 
We've gone to Bush Gardens three times now. Yeah. Um, Might be four. I'm not sure. I don't know. But I think they're doing a heck of a, a, heck of a lot better than SeaWorld is. I do too. Um, they don't, I don't, I don't really see a lot of people walking around without their masks on one. And two, I don't see a lot of um, ambassadors going around and, having to tell people like i don't i don't see like the the wilderness explorers walking around you no know what I, mean? I mean i've heard, seen i think i've seen a few people like at bush gardens have to tell somebody to pull up their mask but it wasn't anything like you know crazy or anything like sea world where i feel like every five minutes you have to tell somebody to put up their mask yeah um another good thing about bush gardens is there's not very many people there right now um the last time we went it was for christmas town it was like a thursday or a friday I don't remember when that it was, was. It was close to a weekend, and there was no one there. Like, no. it was empty, basically. And I guess that's good and bad for this challenge, I guess, because we don't know exactly what it's like. I mean, yeah, yes and no. I, the thing about Bush Gardens is I don't think Bush Gardens ever gets busy because solely because of where it's located. Yeah, it's, because not, if you're it's coming, not located in a very good area. No, not only that, but, like, if you're coming to like Florida to go to Disney Universal SeaWorld, you're not thinking about Busch Gardens because it's an hour away. And usually like on your vacations, I, I know a lot of people and a lot of families utilize like the Magical Express, which we've talked about before. So they don't have that car to take them to and from Busch Gardens. You know what I mean? And to take a lift that far. Yeah, that's going to be like $70. One way. Yeah. <laughs> so... I just I don't I don't think a lot of people really go to Bush Gardens, which is sad because I really enjoy Bush Gardens and it has a lot of great rides and everything. So yeah, we really enjoy Bush Gardens. Um, I mean, the food there's been always really good. Mm -hmm. I haven't had a single complaint about food yet. Yeah. Um, I don't have a single complaint about that park. I really don't. I don't like, either. The last time we there were there for Christmas, um, like they have character interactions right now. Um, they're not like your normal character interactions. Like we met Rudolph and we met, what was it? Frosty's brother, Chili or something like that. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I forget what his name was. Yeah. It was like a random snowman and like, they actually have character interactions where you can actually interact with the character. It's, it's kind of like what Universal's doing. They're yeah. blocking off that section and making it like the six foot distancing. So, yeah, I mean, I, I really enjoy Bush Gardens. Um, I do feel safe there because Bush Gardens is actually a pretty big park. Yeah. Not only is Bush Gardens a theme park, it is a zoo. So it's huge. Like it, it really is big. Um, but I don't know. I just, I feel safer there because you're not in close as in close encounters. SeaWorld's a very SeaWorld. small park. Yeah. Yeah. You just feel like, I don't know. I feel like even with, a thousand people at SeaWorld, I would feel claustrophobic because of how like how tight it is there. But um where was I going with that? <laughs> oh, oh, okay. When we went to Christmas Town at Bush Gardens, there was a part that I felt kind of unsafe during, and I think you might remember what it is. So they have these booths for food, like for their festivals. Yeah, that that was a little that was a bottleneck area, I feel like, because yeah. they have five or six. There was probably like ten back there. They have booths like all back in this one little area. So, like, typically when you go to like a festival like SeaWorld or something, their booths are spread out throughout the entire park, so that you can get food from you know anywhere of the park that you're in. But this particular part of 
uh, Bush Gardens, which I think they host all of their festivals back there with all of the booths. There was probably 10 back there, and there had to be close to 300 people there. Yeah. Very I mean, tight space. Nobody was wearing their masks because everybody's eating and drinking back there. And not only are they not wearing... I, I understand you're sitting, whatever, but then they're getting up and throwing stuff away without their mask on. Just me personally, I know John's kind of like... It is what it is. Yeah, if I have I'm, to wear a mask, I have to wear a mask. I'm more or less like I get freaked out if I see people without a mask right now. And it sucks that we're in that kind of time. But like that's just how I am. I get free I get really freaked out. Well, the good thing I will give Bush Gardens, I know you mentioned that like you said, like the little bottleneck area. But the good things about Bush Gardens was if you weren't like comfortable with that, you could take your food and there was tables outside of yeah. that little area where yeah. you could be like by yourself. Yeah, like so yeah, you could be socially distanced. Yeah. Um, and then I, I guess I should have brought this up earlier with SeaWorld with the rides. Um, at Bush Gardens, they have a hand sanitizer before you get on the ride, and they have one when you get off the ride. Bush Gardens. Bush Gardens and yes. SeaWorld both. Yes. They're the, not mandated, though. They're, like, not they're just mandated. there for like your leisure. Yeah. Um, so basically, the way it works is if you are at SeaWorld, you have three people. Only your three people will be in that row. Same thing with Bush Gardens. What are you talking about? Like if you go on a roller coaster? Oh, yeah. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. I was really confused no, what you're going with. You're there. fine. Um, so obviously in the past, you know, you can get crammed with, you know, two other families on a roller coaster. Yeah. Um, but right now during COVID, basically, if it's just me and Kathy in the park, then it's me and Kathy in that or me and Kathy on or together, our row will just be our row. So, okay. For those of you who know SeaWorld and Bush Gardens, if you go on Manta at SeaWorld and it's just us two, you can seat six in a row on Manta. If it's just us two and then there's another group of two, they would have us two, two seats, and then another two people. So they will keep you socially distanced. Bush Gardens, I don't see that. They are seating... Oh wait, no, they do. They, they are doing they skip that. Two seats. They they do skip two seats. What they don't do is they don't skip every other row. Every row is filled. That's the only thing. Yeah, but I feel like when you're riding a roller, most of their all their roller coasters are outside. So I feel like it goes into the realm of eh, you're outside. Yeah, yeah, I know. I'm just I'm just. I know. I know. I know. know I know. That it's not every other row. It's it's every. Yeah, row that's, that's right. All that's I was trying to say was that if you get into one where it's like six, usually most of them are like rows of six. Four or six. Four or six, yeah. Uh, if it's two of you, you're probably going to get the whole road by yourself. Yeah. Um, I know that me and oh, Kathy, me. we've rode um, some of the rides at Bush Gardens and had four seats and we were the only two in the row. So Yeah. Which, that's nice because... Um, we you're not to, squished. Yeah, we're not squished. We get to keep a seat in between us. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, pro tip right now during COVID, if you want to take a seat in between, you take a seat in between you. Yeah. So, do you... Which... Do you have anything else to say about Bush Gardens? Um, no. I, I, all in all, I feel safe at Bush Gardens. Yeah. Um, I think they've done a really good job. Like I said, I don't see them really doing much different than SeaWorld, but I just don't know if the people are more responsible at Bush Gardens or... I don't, I don't know. Maybe don't they're know. throwing people out and we don't even know it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I'm not really sure. Um, but with that being said, let's go to Universal now. Um... Because I feel like we've been to Universal a lot more times than Disney during the pandemic because we don't have the annual passes yet. Can um, I get my hot take? 
save your hot take till the end. Okay. Because I know what it is and I can remind you if you forget. Um, Universal. So, like we said about SeaWorld and Busch Gardens, SeaWorld and Busch Gardens way of being able to be open right now and have this hand sanitizer is they have a hand sanitizer at the beginning of the ride and at the end of the ride. Um, Universal is doing something so that they don't have... Okay. They don't I'm have sorry. to clean the ride like the rest of the parks do. Yeah. So the, uh, we forgot to mention this with SeaWorld and Bush yeah, Gardens. What they do is... Okay. They'll ha- say they have a posted, wait, a posted wait time of 25 minutes. And you get stuck in that line and it's been 35, 40 minutes. Chances are the reason that you get stuck on that is because you're in the middle of a cleaning cycle. So they have to run each tr- uh, coaster... coaster like, like individ- two times. Yeah, like two times because they have to sanitize it, run it, and then make sure it's dry, and then run it again. And so if you're on a, if you're waiting in line for a ride and it's longer, that's that's at SeaWorld or Busch Gardens. Yeah, that's probably what's going to happen. Yeah, um, Universal does something a little bit different so that they can get away with not having to having to run these cycles, which I think is super smart on I their too. part. Um, and it gives people jobs. Yes. So when you're getting onto a ride, when when you get up to the person that you tell like, oh, how many is in your party? And you say two, they hand you hand sanitizer. Now, I have been seeing something on a lot of the Disney and Universal pages that we're on, which poses a good question. People are saying like, well, my skin's irritable. What do I do? Like, I, I can't use that hand sanitizer. I have to have special hand sanitizer or like or something else. Like they have to wash their hands more frequently, whatever. Apparently, you don't have to take that no, hand you don't sanitizer. Have to. You, there's not a rule set in place that you have to have that hand sanitizer. So, if that's something that you have, like you have irritable skin or something, and you need a special hand sanitizer, or allergies or something like that, anything, you don't have to take that. But that is their way of getting around having to run these cleaning cycles every single hour because then that just creates an influx of wait times. Well, the crazy part about Universal is, is uh, my favorite coaster there, obviously, is the Incredible Hulk. Because that is an awesome ride. And I could ride that thing like 500 times and still be like excited to go ride it again. They get you on that ride and you are on the ride within like 10 seconds. Like every time that we've gone, because they're doing this, they don't have to clean anything. They literally, it's just like park days. Mm-hmm. Like basically you, they, they have a countdown. I think they try to get every coaster out within 20 seconds. Yeah, that's every day. Yeah, it's not even just like yeah. right now. That's every day they tried to do that, and that's what they're still doing right now yeah. with being able to just hand you the hand sanitizer and kind of being like, you know, you deal with it. Mm-hmm. So, that's obviously something that I've really, really enjoyed with Universal. Um, another thing that I've really like this is probably one of my favorite things about this. Um, obviously, Universal usually has parades. They are not having those right now. They usually have a Macy's Day parade during the holiday season. Um, that's supposed to kind of be like the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade, right? Yeah, I think we talked about this, though. I know, but this is okay. just something that they've done uh, because of COVID. Yeah. Um, they basically took one of their Halloween Horror Nights houses and put every float in there. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you got to be right up next to, like, the Minion float or King Julian's Yeah. inflatable. It was yeah. just really cool. And they're doing the same thing with Mardi Gras. So for Mardi Gras Universal... Um, we, our friend Amber, who works for Universal, has told us that a lot of people from Louisiana specifically come to Universal for Mardi Gras because they say it's just as good as going to the actual Mardi Gras in Louisiana. Um, 
So they usually have parade floats that us as annual pass holders get to ride on once. And throw beads. And throw beads. Well, they're obviously not doing that right now because of COVID, um, but they're doing kind of the same thing. They're going to have that area and they're going to have the parade floats in there. And I've actually seen a couple of the parade floats on uh, Facebook outside too, like placed outside. Yeah. Um, so we get to do that. And we're actually probably going to talk about that a little bit next week during our 10 minutes of nonsense. Maybe we'll do like a bonus episode yeah. or something. I don't know. Um, because we're going to head there on Saturday and uh, partake in their little Mardi Gras, Mardi Gras thing. Um, pro tip though, if you are worried and, and hear me out, Disney is, and I don't want to like come off this way, but like if you're a bigger person, Disney is bigger people friendly. All the rides you can virtually get onto. Yeah, I think every single one except for Flight of Passage. Right, right. Um, Universal. There's some. That- there's it, it gets iffy. It gets iffy, depending on where you carry your weight. So if you carry your weight in your stomach, you're, you're okay. You're, you're going to be okay on 99% of the rides, I promise. John tends to carry his weight in his thighs. He's a goalie. He's a pitcher, like hockey player. <laughs> that that that's that's what he is. Like that's what he does. So like, if you are worried, if you carry your weight in your stomach, like I do, if you if you go on one of the rides, ask for the um, what's it what what is it called? Something seating. They call it the row. They have rows that have like. Oh yeah, I know. What you're, it's got like a bigger seat on it. It's not a bigger seat. I don't want it to come off rude. It's not a bigger seat. It's an adjustable thing. So like how like a typical like um, ride clicks in, they just have like an adjuster on it in case you carry the weight in your stomach. I, I don't know what it's called offhand. I'm losing it. Yeah, it's it's something seating. Um, but if you're worried about that, this is just pro tip. Like ask them for the row with the like adjustable seat because it, it does you wonders. I promise you. And if you're going to ride Hulk, I think every single row has one, they said. It's either every single row or every other row. Yeah. I don't remember which one. Yeah, every row has, or every, it's either every other or every single row has one of those. So if you're a little bit bigger, go ahead and ask for it. I mean, it's not really a big deal. They'll just move you yeah, to a different Yeah, yeah. And don't be embarrassed to do that, please. Like, th- that's why they have this stuff there so that everybody can enjoy this ride. Yeah. But anyway, that's just a pro tip. Um, so, like we were saying, Universal does it a little bit differently. They ha- offer the hand sanitizer instead of having to, you know, sanitize um, the rides. As far as people, like, people at the parks, I feel pretty safe there. Yeah, like, I don't, I don't even feel like Universal, it's another condition of, I don't even think people at Universal have to be told. No. To keep your mask on. I mean, besides, they are different than Disney, because Disney, you have to be completely stationary. Yes. To eat and drink. Yeah, Universal, you do not. Universal, you do not. If you have like a monster or a coffee or water, whatever, you can walk around the park Yeah, with your mask off. But you still, I don't know how to explain this. Basically, you can drink your drink and keep your mask down for the time being. But like, don't abuse it. Yeah, like, don't abuse I, it. I think that's what you're trying to get yeah. at. Like, if you have a coffee and you're you have a sip of it, like... Put your mask up after you take That's a sip of it. That's what I usually do. Like, yeah. if I have a monster or something, I'll take a sip of it, pull it back up. Yeah. And then, you know, when I'm taking that, pull it down, pull it back up. Yeah. And I think that's, that's, people are trying to abuse that. Like, don't ruin it for everybody because that's, we'll talk about that in a second, but that's what happened with Disney. People abused it. That's why they set that new rule in place. Yeah. That was it. Like, 
cast um, the cast day that they had where they reopened with all the cast members. Yeah. Um, but going back to Universal, um, same thing with Busch Gardens and SeaWorld. You're going to deal with if it's just you and your party, they'll either skip two seats or you'll just be by yourself. Yeah. Um, but they are seating every row, I believe. Yeah, every row. No. Yes, they are. Yes, they are. I'm sorry. Yes, they are. Yeah. And they've another cool thing about Universal is some of them, there's now, if you're riding King's Crossing, um, which is basically the train between the two parks, yeah. um, they have a really cool way of setting up the walk, like a really cool way of setting up how you get on the train. Basically, like one group will be in front, one group will be in the middle, and then one group will be like. Are you talking about um, when we're standing? Like, st- yeah, when, when we're you waiting. See the tra- okay, so there's rows, right? When you're standing in line. So for social distancing, the first row will have they'll have right up against the gate. The second row will be back towards the back of the gate, so you're not like this right next to each right other. next to each other, right next to the gates. So it's just like staggered. Yeah, which is really a smart idea by them. Oh yeah, super um, smart. I'm trying to think. Um, for like some of their indoor rides, like Fast and the Furious, they have the um, what are they called? Like the glass barriers in between the rows. Oh, the, um, oh my gosh, why am I blanking? Plexiglass? Plexiglass. Yeah, they have yeah. the plexiglass in between dividers. the rows. Dividers. Yeah. Um, in between the rows. Yeah. I'm trying to think of everything I can remember with Universal uh, and COVID. Um, so Universal does a cool thing that no other park, actually, no, that's a lie. SeaWorld does this as well. Um, if you're on a water ride, so uh, Jurassic Adventure or Jurassic, um, Jurassic Park Adventure? No. Oh my gosh, why do you have to do this to me? I'm sorry. Riverboat? No. No. River River Cunt? No. River Adventure? He's going to look it up. So anyway, it's the Jurassic Park um, water ride in Universal, which is currently closed. I think it's still closed. I'm not sure because it got down to like 30 degrees. Sorry, he turned his mic off. And this is what he does. And I'm trying to ramble on, but like it's very hard. I could never have my own podcast because I need to bounce off somebody to talk to. Jurassic Park River Adventure. That's what I said. I didn't think you said that. Yeah. <laughs> so for that, because you do get wet on that ride, as soon as you get on the ride, they say you can pull your mask down. And yeah. then as soon as you come back into the docking station, you have, back you have to put it back on. Pro tip, if you are going to do this, do not leave it right here because it'll still get soaked <laughs> and it'll be like <laughs> when you're trying to talk. And then you'll have to or, use one or- of those drying stations and it's just more money. Or you could, uh, or if you're going to do Dudley's do right, Oh, just don't do just that ignore, one. Just skip it. Just ignore if the lady doesn't say anything and put your mask down because our lady didn't tell us. Yeah, she didn't tell us. And I thought I would get in trouble, so I just wore my mask. And by the end of the night, I was like... Yep. <laughs> yeah, like, and it's very difficult to breathe with a wet mask, just FYI. Or bring more masks. Yeah. <laughs> so pro tip for that one as well. We're just giving a lot of pro tips yeah. out tonight, huh? Um, But no, Universal, I feel like they're probably one of the top if not the top park right now for covid they've really done well with everything they've they usually you know they have their halloween horror nights and they were still able to do a couple of the haunted houses even though you know with social distancing they still figured it out like i feel like universal is really trying it's it it's hardest to get you to come to their park and to spend your money there yeah because I feel like they're really, really trying to get around all these restrictions that they have to deal with right now. Yeah. I mean, we've talked about this before on the podcast, I believe. But we don't really know why Disney um, 
canceled everything so prematurely, I feel like. And I think that's one of the best thing the best things that Universal is doing is that they are still offering Mardi Gras and the Halloween Horror Nights and the Macy's Day Parade floats. Like they're still doing everything they that they normally, did, yeah. but just in a different sense. And I think if Disney were were to have done that, I don't know, it, it just would have been better. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh. Any any last thoughts about Universal? The only bad part I have about Universal is how early they're closing right now. Well, that's just typical. Though. I know, but like I, I wasn't expecting Universal to close at six o'clock every night during the week. Because Five usually, o'clock some nights. Usually, when we were down here, it was like 10 o'clock they would close. Because well, you know, so Friday, Saturdays, yes. But during the week, it was like 7. Still, that's better than 5 Oh, six. yeah, yeah, no. I know, I know. Because 7, we can get over there for like a ride or two and then yeah. come back home. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't have anything else to say about Universal right now. I kind of want to do like a recap at the end of it, though. Yeah. Oh, um, did we talk about the meet and greets at Universal? Not really. Um, they are still doing the meet and greets at Universal right now. So you can go meet like King Julian or Patrick or SpongeBob. And they're just doing it in a unique way. We met Patrick outside of the SpongeBob store. Yes. And you're like allowed to get, they have like them roped off the yeah. character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that way you can still go up and get a picture or whatever. We also met Barney since we've been down here. RIP. Yeah, that's no longer at Universal. Um, Basically, they've done really well with that. And then there was one more thing we didn't talk about, the shows. Because Universal does have shows right now. Okay, yeah. Um, they're kind of doing the same thing as SeaWorld. It's like every other row. Yeah. And then like six feet in between those yeah. like people that are sitting in a row. Yeah. Um, the only show that like it, it was kind of weird was the monster show because that's indoors. It wasn't weird. No, it, wasn't, it was just how they had it set up. Well, yeah, I mean, it's it's every uh, it's like five or six seats yeah, in between yeah, you yeah. and the other party. I don't think they're seating every other row, but they're kind of doing what like John was talking about with King's Crossing. So, like, if we're sitting here and then there are five seats in between us and the next party, there will be somebody behind that, but in those empty yeah. seats. So it's like scattered. So you don't have to use every other row but you can get away with the social distance. Yeah. By the way, if you ever get a chance, if you have not sat there and taken the time to go see the monster show, I highly recommend that. I that show's awesome. I want to go back. That's fine. <laughs> um, okay. So Disney. So we've only been to Disney four times since we've been down here, obviously because they are not currently selling um, annual passes um, due to COVID. And yeah, we've been there four times. Um, we're actually going back. Yes. John uh, kind of spilled the beans, which I'm kind of happy about because with my job, um, the month of the end of the month is like really super busy for me. And typically I'm not allowed to take it off. So I'm kind of glad that he said something to me because finally like I got to like request that day off and I got it approved. So we will be going back to Disney on February 26th and February 27th with Ethan and Jen. Yeah. I'm super excited about it. Anyway, um, let me just get into that really quickly. That is my number one problem I have with Disney right now. Every other park kept their annual passes because they know the value that annual pass holders hold. Disney did not do that. I get it. I I, I, and I, I actually I commented on somebody's post today on Facebook explaining why I think they're not selling annual passes and when I think they're going to come back. And I'm going to reiterate that right now. Disney is currently at, what, 30 or 35% capacity? Yeah. 
Which is ridiculous because I think Universal up there is to 50. 50. Right before Christmas or right after Christmas. Yeah. So they're at 30, 35% capacity, which in the grand scheme of things is still a lot of people whenever Magic Kingdom can hold like 100,000 people. That's still 30,000 people you can hold, which is a lot of people. But they cannot sell their annual passes until they raise capacity because people are already complaining that annual pass holders shouldn't be getting as many reservations as regular vacation goers. But at the same time, we've also heard complaints on the other side from annual pass holders that they're not getting that they're blocking out the annual pass holders more than they should. Right. So Disney right now, they're between a rock and a hard place because they're, they're upsetting both of their um, people. Another thing that's going on with Disney right now is basically you can go on your vacation, like you can set it up. And if you don't get the, if you don't put park reservations in, park reservations for your days that you're there, there's a chance you may not get to go to the parks. Yeah. Because they're not guaranteeing that, which I think is a bit ridiculous because if I'm paying like $3,000 for a trip, I should at least get a guarantee that I'm going to get into the park. Yeah. Um, the other thing with annual pass holders is you can only make three reservations which is at a time. So, you know, it's, Say we were annual pass holders right now, and my family came down for a whole week, and they wanted to go to Disney that whole week. John and I can only make reservations for three of those days, and then the rest of those days, we would just have to hope that they have reservations. Yeah. Or Um, if you wanted to, which a lot of people are doing now, book for the 50th anniversary, that day's already gone. Yeah, it's, it's been gone for months. Yeah, it's been gone for about a month now. So, a little pro tip, and I know we don't have passes, but... We are up to date on like all things Disney. I feel like we're the most knowledgeable in Disney right now. We're trying to like get into Universal a little bit more. Yeah, and SeaWorld, obviously. But if you have a vacation and you're an annual pass holder, not just like a regular park goer, because regular park goers can just book, you know, eight days, make reservations for eight days. But if you're an annual pass holder, my suggestion would be to book Magic Kingdom and Hollywood Studios. Yeah. And then, you know, Magic Kingdom again. And then the wait until you go to one of those parks and then book Animal Kingdom or Epcot. Because Animal Kingdom and Epcot are notorious for having reservations available same day. Yeah. Because those are like the least desirable parks right, parks right now. So that's just a pro tip. Okay. So with COVID, I've spoke about this before on the podcast. Um, Kathy had just mentioned Epcot and this kind of just rang in my head. Um if you are planning to go to one of the festivals, obviously because they have festivals at Epcot every single day of the year now, mm-hmm. prepare not to be able to do what be you would Be prepared. Are you done? That was perfect. That was and beautiful. tune and everything. You're welcome. You're welcome. And I'm going to need that boat that we went on. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, if you go to Epcot um, right now... And you're looking for one of the festivals. <laughs> you are not going to be in for. I don't know how to even explain it. It's like, just not the same. No, it's, um, it's an altered version of what you're used to. It's slightly annoying, to be honest, because when we went, like, we only had one day at Epcot. Epcot. And I was trying to get the most out of that day, and to have to sit there, and I have to sit. And I can't move if I'm eating or drinking, which is ridiculous because that's all Epcot is, is eating and drinking. Around the world. Yeah. 
Like, I don't understand how that's just like, unless you are a pass holder and you can go there almost every day and go try everything, there's no way you're going to get to try everything because you have to stop every single time. Yeah. It's not like when me and Kathy went on our honeymoon and we went from line to line, to line, to line, to line running and got all the taste, all the food. It's within, ridiculous. Within it's ridiculous. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But it's ridiculous what Disney is doing right now with, oh, you have to stay stationary. And then on top of that, this one really, I don't know if this is true or not, because this has been a rumor going around for a couple weeks that Disney is going to stop people from eating and drinking in the line. Okay. So that one has actually been out for like two months now, at least two months, because whenever we went the beginning of December, actually, no, it was the, the beginning of November. It was November 4th that they started that because it was the day before yeah. my birthday. We were at Hollywood Studios and we heard that. So it's been three months now. It's been three months. That is only for outdoor or for indoor rides. So like Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. Toy Story Mania. Toy Story Mania, whatever. When you're outside, you can um, have food and water in the line. Once you get indoors, you are not allowed to eat or drink. Which to me is ridiculous. This is my high. This is me on my, my, my uh, what's it called? High horse. Is it high horse? Is that what your mom does whenever like no, you get that, her all riled up? What's you that called? You keep doing it to me. What? I can't think. Uh, um, soapbox. Soapbox. That's it. Yeah. I'm up on my, this is me up on my soapbox. Hi. So I'm a type one diabetic. Okay. And um, being in the heat of Florida and walking eight to 10 miles a day, because that's what John and I do. We, we don't, we take Disney seriously. Being annual pass I think our holders was like 14 miles in a day. Yeah. Being annual pass holders, it'll be different, I promise, after like the first three or four times. Um, but we take it seriously. So, all that activity and sweating and, you know, everything else, m blood sugars are bound to drop. Or you can get dehydrated really easy if you're well, not. Yeah. Even a, just a regular park yeah. goer can get really dehydrated. But me being a type one diabetic, I will be darned. If a cast member comes up to me and says, I'm sorry, man, but you can't eat that. And then I'll say, well, my blood sugar's dropping because then you have a lawsuit on your hands. And, you know, I, I actually kind of talked to people online about this who didn't agree with my opinion. And that's fine. You know, everybody's entitled to their own opinion. That's what that's what, yeah, great. Right? Everyone has their own opinion. Yeah. Whether you think it's right or wrong, that's besides the point. But somebody was like, well, why don't you just get the DAS pass? I'm sorry. I am not taking a DAS pass away from somebody who is in a wheelchair or, you know, physically disabled in that sense. And I know they don't limit DAS passes. I understand that. But I, I don't, I don't, I don't feel like I, in, not that they're privileged, but I don't want to feel that way. I don't want to take away from somebody else. Like if they were to limit them, you know what I mean? And I feel that I'm a very normal person. Like, my my disability does not define me. So like I, I just I don't know. I yeah. just <laughs> No, I understand what you're saying. I, I, I don't know how else to put that, but like I'm not going to take a DAS pass and you know, not that's part of the fun for me is waiting in the queues. Like that's just a Disney day to me. Like it wouldn't feel right to me to be like, Oh, okay, I'm gonna come back an hour later and go up to the front of the line. No, that's not what I want to do. Yeah. I know a lot of people are like, oh, I'd love to do that. You know, I'd love to. No, that's not what it is about for me. I want to have, I don't want to feel different from everybody else. I want to have the same experience that everybody else does. 
it's just really that that one really irritated when that happened but i don't think i don't think they can truly truly enforce that i don't think they can either because there would have to be a cast member like in the entire well we've seen that though when we were at splash mountain there was literally a cast member wandering around wanting to tell people that they couldn't eat or drink in the line that was outside though that i know was but not I'm inside just saying. they can't say anything when you're outside so i think that cast member was kind of just walking around i don't know right. what else disney okay wait we have to we haven't talked about everything disney okay can i can i just yeah say go ahead. my piece um disney is taking this Above and beyond. And it's not in a good way. Not in a good way to you. If you... If you want to feel... Undeniably safe. And you... Because you are concerned about the coronavirus and the pandemic right now. Disney, I, I wholeheartedly believe, would be the place to go. Yeah, I can give you that. I mean, that's just Universal's truth. strong too. Yeah, Universal's a strong too. But do we agree with everything that Disney is doing? Absolutely not. Do I think that they could follow in Universal's footsteps and do a heck of a better job and have a lot more people come into the parks? Absolutely. And offer a lot more. Right. I don't know. I Universal Disney basically doesn't have shows right now. No, they don't. They don't. That's not a basically kind of thing. I think Lion King's coming back, what, March or February? February or March. It's coming back. I thought it was May. Is it May? It was one of these months. Yeah. But still, I mean, it's still during the pandemic, so it's coming back. Yeah. But right now they don't have shows besides the Mickey shorts. Yeah, like um, Beauty and the Beast. um, Indiana Jones. Yeah, why am I blanking on every stage show that's at Disney? Well, Frozen is one that they have... Okay. Frozen's a big theater, though. Yeah. Like that, you, I mean, by the way, that is a pain in the butt because if you don't get there early enough, you don't get to go in the theater. Oh, yeah. Because they're social distancing a lot there. Because we tried to get in like the day before 45 minutes before the show started. And they're like, oh, we're already lines capped. I'm like, 45 minutes before the show starts? (laughs) Like, I I got dough whips I got to eat. Like, what? (laughs) I'm not standing in this line for a show. Um, Disney is doing the same thing as Uni- or not Universal, SeaWorld and Busch Gardens though. Um, if you get stuck in a line that says 45 minutes and you're there for an cleaning hour, cycle. the cleaning cycle. So typically you're going to see like lower than posted wait times, yeah. but they have to influx the wait times because of those cleaning cycles. So Yeah, there's been plenty of times since we've gone um, to Disney where it'll say 45 minutes for Splash Mountain and it'll be 15. Yeah, yeah. Um, now Disney enforcing the masks, they have done very well with this. This is the one thing I will give them credit on. Oh yeah. Uh, If somebody, I mean, we've even seen this at Disney Springs. Um, if somebody has their mask down and they're not eating or drinking, they will tell you to put your mask back up. Yeah. But uh, even even further than that, they'll tell you to put your mask back up and then they put their mask back up and that cast member will watch you walk away. And if your mask goes down, it's it's basically like a three. Nah, I don't really think there's any. They're just gonna tell you to put it back down. I guarantee you, a cast member would probably get them kicked out if they if they saw them three times, they would get them kicked out. Um, but no, they are really enforcing it. Unfortunately, um, somebody screwed it up for everybody else, and that's just what it is. Like, you know, they were abusing it. They had a coffee or something walking around, and they constantly kept their mask down instead of taking a drink, pulling it back up. 
Well, basically what happened was during the cast member previews, um, they had said that they were going to kind of do what Universal is doing right now, where if you're eating and drinking, you can keep your mask down. Yeah. And apparently some of the cast members, now we love our cast members. We don't speak bad of them. This is just what we have heard. Yeah. Yeah. That they were abusing the the role. The the food and drink rule. Yeah. Um, which to be honest, if they had that rule for Epcot right now, I'd be a lot more excited to go to Epcot. But if it wasn't a cast member that did it and like the rule was still the same once cast member previews were over, I guarantee you a regular guest would have screwed it up anyway. Yeah. Um, another thing you're going to have to realize about Epcot, which is a lot of the pavilions are indoors to get into the Mexico pavilion right now is a pain in the butt. Oh my God. Yeah. You have to wait in outside of the Mexico pavilion and just then you to ha- get in the Mexico pavilion. And then you have to wait inside the Mexico pavilion as well. Yeah. Cause the last time we went, I wanted to ride three Capieros and the grand fiesta tour and basically it was like an hour wait outside and then another 20 minutes i'm like i'm not waiting an hour and 30 minutes for that ride i love that ride but i'm not waiting that much long for it yeah and it's just because mexico is such a small, small pavilion. pavilion yeah they they that's a that's a hot take of mine they need to they need to open it up more <laughs> um so i don't know do you have anything else to go for disney right now well, I, I know you're going to say something. No, I don't have anything. I um, just... I mean, not really. <sighs> yeah, Disney has been very premature with a lot of things. Yeah. They have canceled the Christmas parties. They've canceled the... Halloween parties. Halloween parties. To be honest with you, it kind of was premature. To be honest, what they should have did was just had the... They should have refunded everybody their money for the parties and said, listen, this is what we're going to do. During the day, it's going to be normal Disney. At night, what we're going to do is we're going to change it. It's going to be the Halloween party. But you're just going to get that with your daily park admission. Well, and that's another thing uh, we didn't really talk about and I totally forgot. Disney could be doing meet and greets right now. Yeah, they're not doing meet and greets. Sorry about that. Um, We've seen it with Universal, like we said. We've seen it with SeaWorld and probably Busch Gardens as well. Busch Gardens, yeah. You could have the characters roped off or something within a six foot parameter of you and easily meet them. And like, you don't even have, I mean, you could still have those photo pass opportunities because it's not, the only thing is that you have contact with is touching your magic band to that little reader to get your pictures. Okay. Then sanitize it after every person. You know what I mean? Like they're doing that anyways with like, um, like stations like if you go up to say the spring cart rule, I know it's not open right now, but like if you're putting your card in, they have to um, sanitize it after every use anyway. So you could do the same thing with a photo pass. That's another thing with Disney. What? Not everything is open. Not all the restaurants are open right now. Like, well, no. Um, if you're looking to go get a Casey's hot dog, that's not that hasn't been open since they reopened the parks. Um, a lot of the resort restaurants have not been open since the parks have reopened. And I guess that's why I don't understand why like. There were Disney had the most impactful COVID. Like they had so many furloughed cast members lost their jobs completely, and it's like they're skimping on so much because they lost so much money. Yes, they yet they are the highest in revenue of any park down here. And the sad part is, is their CEO didn't even take a pay cut. That's not what I'm getting at right now. Sorry, but SeaWorld, who probably doesn't even make half of what Disney does, 
is offering all of these things and even this one day and then have like the tickets for a year like why aren't you opening these things up give cast members their jobs back that's literally all they want i'm not joking last night so i follow um two people on instagram you can go follow them if if you want sarah sage 17 i believe i know it's sarah sage sarah with an h and then logan benedict sarah works for you or for disney and i'm just a huge fan of hers um and then logan was gassed on in uh the live beauty and the beast show and he lost his job it's not he's not even furloughed anymore he lost his job and they're married i'm sorry they're married both work for disney she is sitting at home and she is the person that creates the commercial for i'm going to disney world for the super bowl so it's really cool like what she does but like why can't you give them their jobs back (laughs) it's just really sad you know what i mean i don't know i'm just the hardest thing for me is not not having Casey's hot dogs. I mean, yeah, I would love a Casey's hot dog right now, but that's not the hardest thing. It's the fact that these cast members still don't have their jobs back, and it sucks. Yeah, and we're not sure if they're ever, ever going to get their jobs back. I mean, they will. Maybe not those cast members, unless you know they They've bring got, them back. Yeah. But I don't know. It. Okay, here's my hot take. I would much rather right now go to Universal than Disney. I can't say the same. I'm sorry. You can say that all you want, but I can't say the same. Disney holds a special place know, in my heart. I don't care if Universal gave me free annual passes and I had to pay for Disney. I would go to Disney every time, like first. Now, before the before the pandemic, I would much rather go to Disney than to Universal because of all the extras that Disney had. Disney has the Dapper Dance. They have all the 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 streetmosphere, the entertainment, everything, and that is gone as well. I mean, basically, there's only one set of the Dapper Dans right now, I think. I think so. I'm not sure. I'm there's not, not sure. very many. If- well, no, because they're only... I would think there would have to be two sets of them. But they're only doing, like, one or two shows yeah, a day. That's it. And if you're... It, Disney just... Okay. Disney seems like, to taking COVID to a different extreme because they keep taking things away. Well, that's the thing, though. Like, when it first came out, I understood the needs to cut these things. But we are now almost a year into COVID. And they've been open, what, since July? July 11th was, I think, the first day. So they've been open for seven months, eight months, almost nine months now? I just don't know when. Do you stop? When do you stop cutting? When do you start bringing these things back? Because you're in con. I don't care what you say. I know Disney. I know Disney is the top contender. When you talk to people, they go to Disney World. It's not, I mean, it's either you go to Disney, you go to Universal, or you go to both. Yeah. And finding those people that just go to Universal are few and far between. So, when, like, where was I going with that? Yo, there, Disney is in constant competition with Universal. It's just how it is. Like, we were on Twitter, you were on Twitter the other day. We saw it on Facebook. I'm sorry, not on Twitter. That on Twitter, Universal said, we're not going to take away your annual passes. Like they Taking could. shots at Disney. Taking because- shots at Disney because they are in constant competition. So if you see Universal doing these things and doing it right and hearing people saying, like, I'd rather go to Universal right now. When does that click in your head that, like, we need to change things and we need to bring stuff back or else we're going to lose a lot of freaking guests? And I think that's what <laughs> that right now Disney's empty. 
Disney, from everybody we're hearing, says that Disney's basically empty. I don't know, but then you have those two Karens that come on, and oh, they're like, yeah. oh my god, it's so full. And I I'm can't, like, I can't do literally... this without a fast pass. No, they're like, it's so full, and it's like, yeah, because you're really, you're right where Tomorrowland Speedway is, the busiest section That's of Magic Kingdom. <laughs> but it's just, Disney needs to loosen the grip a little bit. They, the when they first came out, when we were first starting back into the parks, I understood because this was new. They didn't know what to do, but now they've just, they've they, like, it's tightening and they're tight. Like constant cutting constant. We're changing this up constant. We're taking this away. Like at some point people are going to be like, well, I'm going to go to Universal because yeah. they're offering me more for my buck. Yeah. And Universal right now, you can buy an annual pass for Universal, $400. Well, I mean, it's always like that, but yeah, it's but a lot cheaper. It's a lot cheaper than Disney in general. Yeah. Disney's annual pass right now, well, when it was out, was 800 I mean, I'm not going to argue that because... I know, but I'm just saying, these people are going to eventually realize I'm getting screwed. Sorry for my language. That's... It's not bad language. Uh, by Disney, and I'm going to go somewhere else with my money. Well, Unless right, they change right, their way. Right now, yes, because you're not getting the... You're still getting cavalcades, but you're not getting the parade. You're not getting the fireworks shows. You're not getting the... Oh, that's another thing. All the others are doing fireworks. Are they? Yeah. When, though? Disney had fireworks every single night, but SeaWorld and... SeaWorld has fire had fireworks the entire holiday special. Okay, yeah, but just during the holidays. You're not saying don't you have to say during the holidays. They don't have them every single night. Okay, they don't have them every single That's night. what I'm trying to say. Like you have to you But know. they have had fireworks. Yeah. Universal yeah. has had fireworks. Yes. SeaWorld's had fireworks. Yes. Bush Gardens had fireworks. Yes. They're the only ones that have not done fireworks yet. I know. The only fireworks they've done is the testing. Well, and the random ones that they just shoot off yeah. at random during the day, yes. But, like, at what point do you realize we've got to bring back fireworks? We've got to bring this back. we got to bring this back. Like, they're just sitting there like, nope, can't do anything, COVID. Well, they, they were testing the other night the projection shows on the castle. And I think, I think this has something to do with what I'm about to say. I read, and this is all hearsay, you know, rumors, spread, whatever. But I heard that the board of directors or something, the, the head honchos of... Disney World, just Disney World, are having a meeting at the beginning of March. And I think that's going to set the precedent of when things are going to start coming back. Because I think that's the meeting that needs to happen. To say, okay, this is what we're losing out on. This is what we're seeing across the board. Yeah, they're still making money and probably a lot of money, but they're also losing money. They lost $5.4 billion. billion dollars last quarter. Yes. Well, not, I mean, that was before. That was when they were closed. No, that was still part of that was no. That was when they were closed. But down. still, they lost five point four billion dollars. Okay. Anyway, we're, we're done talking about that. But anyway, my personal opinion is Disney will up their capacity to either fifty percent or full once the vaccine has been out to the public for at least three months. At least three months. In order to release the and I told I was trying to say this earlier, but we kind of got sidetracked. Sorry. 
Disney cannot release annual passes until they up their capacity. It's just not possible because then they have to make more reservation room for the annual pass holders. So I truly don't believe they will release annual passes until it's at 50% or full capacity. When that will happen, my personal opinion from what I've been seeing, again, personal opinion, don't come at me. Don't know anything about it. This is literally just what I'm hearing and what I, I think for myself. End of summer, beginning of fall of this year. And I think... Uh, to be honest with you, there won't be any parties this year. I don't think there will be the Halloween, and I don't think there will be Christmas. I think they're going to cancel them again this year. I don't I don't, I don't. think they're going to cancel them. If they do anything, it will be a modified experience. Uh, that's my opinion. Well, John got fired up today. Sorry. <laughs> this is what I deal with every single day. Sorry. It's just, I love Disney so much. And I, I'm going to clarify this because... If you've probably listened to me for the past 10, 15 minutes, and this is the first time you're listening, you're probably like, man, this guy hates Disney. I love Disney. I love everything about Disney. He loves Disney so much that this is why it upsets him, because he doesn't want to see them fail. I don't want to see them fail, and I want everything to come back, and I want the cast members to have their jobs back. I want these people to to be able to go back to work, because that's all they want to do. Yeah, it's like it's heartbreaking to like read online like on Instagram or anything. I follow a lot of cast members on Instagram. Um, it's hard seeing all these people being so heartbroken on TikTok too. Yeah. Um, being so heartbroken over losing their jobs. Like that speaks measures for a company that you work for. And I think that's why Disney is such a good company. Like because they treat their cast members so well. And I, that's like the, that's the most heartbreaking thing for me. It's just, I see everything Universal is doing and I'm just sitting there like, why can't Disney do this? Yeah. And that's why I get so infuriated. I'm sorry if it came off as I hate Disney, but it's not. It's I'm so passionate about Disney that I don't understand what they're doing. And I just want I just want someone to come forward and take accountability for the actions that have gone on here. Yeah. To be like, this is the reason we did this. Yeah. This is the reason we did that. Because there's so many, like every day there's questions mm-hmm. of why isn't this here? Why isn't that here? Like, why is this open and this isn't open? Like the, the, right now they've got the, the, the spring roll cart closed till March. Why? Why? Yeah. Like that's your, one of your number one carts. Why are you close? That's another furloughed cast member. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> I don't know. I want to get into something real quick though. I want us to do <sighs> top five. Like one being the most safe, five being the least safe that you feel going to these parks. Did we do five? Four. four. I'm sorry. Four, four, four. We're going to Disney. We're going to include all four parks, of course. Um, Same with the Universal in there, too. Yeah, yeah. And then after that, I want to do scale of one to ten, how each park is handling COVID and the precautions at each park. See, World Four. Yes. Or Gardens Three. Yes. Now, is this just safety? Yeah, this is safety. Universal 2, Disney 1. That's exactly, that's that's my list right there. Um, <clears throat> if I have to give a rating, SeaWorld, five and a half. Um, I feel like semi-safe there, I guess. Like, not like safe. Um, Bush Gardens, I'd give like a seven. Uh, no, we're not, no, 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 no. We're not doing safe. I mean, you can incorporate that, but like how they're handling it like how oh. how you feel going to them now this is probably this where doesn't it's, include safety then right i mean it can but like more so like i guess where you would rather go right now due to their 
precautions and what they have open. Like, this is encompassing everything. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, still SeaWorld 4. SeaWorld 4. Okay. So we're down to a 4 with SeaWorld. No, SeaWorld. No. I thought we were doing 4 to 1 again. Sorry. No, no. Uh, 1 to 10. SeaWorld 7. Because they're really trying. Like, well, they, ding dang. I don't feel safe there, but I feel like everything else they're trying to do, they're trying. Okay. Um, Bush Gardens, seven. No, Bush Gardens, I give them an eight. Uh, this is out of ten, right? Yes. Disney, eight. I just there's just those missing aspects for me right now. Mm -hmm. In Universal, I'm going to give them a ten. Sea World for me is a three. I would not recommend going to Sea World right now. Not only, I mean, if you want to get a bang for your buck, sure. But if you don't want to feel safe, then don't go to SeaWorld. I mean, if you want to feel safe, don't go to SeaWorld. I love SeaWorld. I mean, I of... do too, but I, I, I get it. I totally get it. But I'm saying for the, this, this episode is more so for the people who are on the fence about going on a vacation right now. I'm just saying, I, like I said, I'm on, I am of the belief that it's, I'm not like super duper, like, I don't even know what the word is. If I, let's put it, I'm not even going to say it. Never mind. I know. I know. You, I don't, I don't know how to say it. I, if I don't have to wear a mask, I'm probably not going to. But if you tell me I need to wear a mask, I will wear my mask and I will follow the rules. Yeah. He's not one of those people that will like bend the rules yeah. or try to break the rules. Yeah. Um, just for instance, like Wawa here. He like, there's a sign on the door that says mask mandate. There are people that go in there without masks and on. And I always have my mask. John still has his mask. Yeah. So basically, unless I don't, if I don't have to wear a mask, I'm not going to wear one. If I do have to wear a mask and you have a, a something on your a protocol, a protocol yeah. or something, I will wear it. I don't care. See, I'm on the other side of that because I just I'm. It freaks me out still with COVID. I'm 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 That's not. I just wanted to kind of like explain to the people are too. I know, like, but mine is I'm gonna wear a mask until I'm told not to wear a mask. That's just how I am. I'm a little bit different than John, but John appreciate he um, respects my decision, and I think he makes the decision that he makes because of me. You know what I mean? Like I feel like if you weren't with me, I think you might bend the rules a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, so SeaWorld for me is about a three out of ten right now. Um, I. I would not recommend anybody go there. I'm sorry. I'm a local, so it's whatever. But to come in from a different state, I would not recommend going there right now. Absolutely not. You're going to be really confused. Bush Gardens. Um, I would say I'd give it like a, a probably like a seven. Yeah, yeah. so you're bringing the same ballpark I, as me. I'd give it a seven. Um, I mean, some days they don't have some of the rides, but I don't think that's COVID related. I think that's just staff maintenance related. or staff related, but it might also be COVID if they can't staff enough people, you know? Um, so I would just say like, play it by ear if you're planning on going, because if there's like, you know, Shikra, if you want to ride Shikra and that's like your number one ride, you want to go like, it could be down for one of those days. So yeah. just, you know, be, check be, on their website yeah, before you head out. Be wary of that. Um, Disney. Um, I'd probably say like an eight, between an eight and a nine. I'm going to give an 8.5 because Disney is so near and dear to my heart. And even without all of the stuff, I feel at home at Disney. Um, I feel, like I said, very safe there. And it sucks not having all of everything, like all the bells and whistles that come with Disney that you want. It really does suck. But at the same time, it, Disney... It, it, 
in every way, shape, or form, Disney will always be my number one. I don't care where I go, I, I, I it will always be my number one. Now, Universal, with what they're doing and how they're doing things, 10 out of 10. 100%. They're doing everything right. I think Disney needs to take some pointers from them, to be perfectly honest. I think this is the one time that Universal, and I've seen quite a few people actually say this, is doing it better than Disney. They're not forcing people, like, not forcing people. They've just adapted much better to COVID than Disney has. Yeah, they're going with the times, I feel yeah. like. They're, and I feel like as soon as, you know, we're out of this, Universal is going to be, Universal is going to capitalize on this. I really think that Universal is going to pull a few people away from Disney. What do you mean? By, like, just how they handled COVID. I mean, yeah, but I don't know. Like I said, Disney will still always be my number one. Oh, I just think I, I agree. that it's just Universal's doing a lot better right now. Yeah, and it's it, it hurts me to say that. It really does. Really hurts me to say that. Um, but yeah, that's the episode. Um, I, I mean, let us know what you think, and if you've been to any of these parks and how you feel. If your opinion differs than ours, we'd love to hear it. Um, next week, you might want to hand out the tags after saying that. I know. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, so we are on Instagram. I'm going to try. I say this every week. I do. I say this every week. I'm really trying to post more on there. Um, we are started with the mouse underscore podcast. Um, Gmail started with a mouse podcast at gmail.com. We are on Facebook started with a mouse podcast. Um, and then we also have our vlog, which we will be posting these um, streams to probably this week. I, I, I'll probably post this this week. Um jkadventures.live and that's D-O-T. No, it's not. Is it? Yeah, it's D-O-T. D-O-T live, not like a period. <laughs> yeah, you can't just, do that on YouTube. Yeah. Um, so make sure you, you know, check us out there. And then next week, um, one of two things. We have something exciting hopefully coming up. I mean, it's not like set in stone, but I kind of shot my... I sh I you shot, shot your shot. I shot my shot. I'm not going to tell you exactly what it is, but we will be having, hopefully, hopefully, a special guest within the next two episodes. Could be next week, could be the week after that. Um, and then the other episode coming up will be um, dieting in Disney, kind of like keto-friendly, diabetic-friendly, just because I want people to, like, have a good time when they go to Disney if they can't splurge as yeah. much as, like, the regular person can. So, um, I'm Kathy. I'm John, and we hope to bring a little bit of Disney magic into your everyday lives. Put on your